Hello, and welcome to another podcast by TouchstoneFinancialEducation.com. My name is Elliot Cox, and the purpose of our podcasts here at Touchstone are to educate people on the many different facets of investing for retirement, as well as for other goals like buying homes and taking vacations and things. And that's more of the taxable investing component, and we cover it all from the stock market to the bond market, and later this year, we're gonna jump into cryptos and some real estate as well. Like to get a nice shout out to my foreign listeners all over the world, and of course, my domestic listeners. Thank you guys, that list is growing. We really appreciate it. Like to see those hits on the website from outside the country. It really is interesting, so thank you guys once again. Hey, if you get a chance, take a look at the website, touchstonefinancialeducation.com. We've worked hard to build out a better platform. We have a new market update section, which I will be updating every couple of weeks or so with what's going on in the market. And also there is a section on the website where you can make suggestions. So if there's anything that you would like to hear, please let us know. We'll go ahead and incorporate it into our podcast. And by the way, a shout out to Dina who asked about APY or annual percentage yield, which I will deal with a little later in this podcast. So. Thank you, Dina, for submitting your request. Now, let me go back a few weeks here to my last podcast and just kind of get you guys back up to speed. Remember, contribution limits on retirement plans have increased. So instead of $20,500 per year for your 401k, it is now $22,500. Instead of $6,000 per year for an IRA contribution, whether it's traditional or Roth, it's now $6,500. And for those of you who are 50 and older, the catch-up provision has also changed. So instead of 27.5 on the 401k, you can now put away up to $30,000 per year in your 401k. And you can put away up to $7,500 per year in an IRA. Again, that's the catch-up provision. That's if you are 50 and older. Now, one of the things that I didn't touch on last time that I'm going to speak to a little bit here today is rebalancing. The year just ended, a new year started, and many times we think we have to go ahead and rebalance our portfolio. In your retirement accounts, if you are already invested, if you have the appropriate asset allocation, you're good to go. You don't need to rebalance. Rebalancing usually refers to individual stock positions inside taxable investment accounts. Now, you could rebalance retirement accounts, but generally speaking, the types of investments you make and those retirement accounts are buy and hold. So you didn't really have to rebalance late last year. If you didn't do it, don't feel bad, that's okay. Let your investments ride. I know the market's been down. The market ended down about 14 15% on the S&P 500 last year, and you're thinking, I need to make some changes. Not at all. If you have the appropriate investments already, let it ride, the markets will return. Now. When the markets return, what kind of things are we looking for? Well, I spoke about this in a previous podcast on technical analysis as well as asset allocation. But a few of the indicators that I mentioned back then, I'm going to mention today. I like to watch the VIX, which is an indicator of volatility. That's VIX, and it does trade on the stock exchange. Okay, it's now trading below $20 a share, which is where we want the VIX when the markets are going to be going up. All right, so the higher the VIX number, the more volatility in the market. So when the market was really pulling back this past summer, 
the VIX was up above $30 a share. Now it's about $20 a share. So that's something that's coming in line. And it's interesting to watch because even though the Fed is still raising rates, even though the markets are still a little bit less than confident in terms of its direction, we see that the VIX has come down. So that's kind of one little check mark that I'm going to mark off my sheet just to say, hey, it's time for me to start looking into potential investments in the marketplace. All right. The other indicator that I like a lot is the yield on the 10-year treasury. When the markets are doing well, when they're humming along and going up as they were for a good 11 years there, that 10-year yield tends to sit around 3%. And right now, it is at 3.4. It's been higher. It's been almost 4%, but it's coming down. So we have the VIX below 20, or at about 20. We've got the 10-year yield at 3.4. We want it about 3. And the last real quick indicator that I use is called an inflow number. Now, this number calculates, or rather, it's a, it's a way of collecting data around all the money that flows into mutual funds and exchange-traded funds in the market. And by the way, for those of you regular listeners, remember the podcast I did on the difference between mutual funds and ETFs? This would be a good time to go back to listen to that one as well. Anyway, the inflow number tells us where the money is going. Is it going into stock funds? Is it going into money markets? Or is it going into bond funds? Well, this last year, more money has flown into money markets. So we know that Yes, people are concerned about performance of their retirement accounts. Yes, people are concerned about perhaps their individual stock portfolios or their taxable investing. But if we take a look at that inflow number, we see that more money is flowing into money markets. So that's just money sitting on the sidelines waiting to be put to work. So where we are with the low VIX, the 10-year yield coming down close to three, and that inflow number showing more money flowing into money markets over bond funds, it's kind of an indicator that at some point, yes, this market will turn around. Now, when will that occur? Consensus is when the Federal Reserve stops raising interest rates. Okay, so whenever that happens, that's when we're going to see the market turn around. And these indicators are showing that things are lining up for a turnaround, hopefully later this year. All right, so hold on. You don't need to rebalance. You can use those indicators to kind of check on the market. And by the way, like many of you, I have recently heard about ChatGPT. And I'll tell you, I went on there and asked some questions about investing. Now, this was more for the technical side of investing. I want to capture momentum with my individual stock positions. But ChatGPT did provide an answer. And what I asked was, how can I find stocks that have been beaten up, that are trading at or slightly below their 40-day moving average, that would also show that they were oversold using stochastics and Bollinger Bands. Now, many of you just didn't understand what I said, and I'm going to go back to technical trading a little bit later this year with a couple of podcasts. But basically, I'm looking for positions that were beaten up that are going to turn around sooner than later, and ChatGPT helped me set up a screener. And I did this last week, and guess what? Some of these stocks are going up. I'm not going to say which names today because I'm still going to watch. It's been less than seven trading days so let's see how this works out but it is an interesting platform and i could see why teachers don't want their students using it to write their papers because it is quite thorough and it is good again chat gpt put together my own list i'll share that with you a little bit later now i'm going to get to my question 
that Dina had asked me in regards to APY or annual percentage yield. What is that? That is the amount of money that you can earn with your money sitting in the bank, whether it be a high yield savings account or a CD. Okay. And where this yield comes from, yield is income, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, where this yield comes from is the short end of the treasury market. What that means is banks are going out, they're buying up two-year, five-year, and one-year treasuries. They bundle all these things and they take that income, that yield, and they pass it on to you, their bank customers. So if you're in a high-yield savings account and you're getting three and a half to four percent, know that the bank has gone out into the market bought government bonds, and they're probably yielding about 4.1 to 4.3%. So they're taking a little bit off the top, but they are passing that higher yield onto you. So Dina, APY, annual percentage yield, is just the income earned on certain types of bank accounts with the backing of government treasuries that are yielding quite a bit right now. As a matter of fact, they're yielding more than they have in, in, in quite a while, all right? That yield, remember, is income. And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, you can go to bankrate.com to find high yield savings, CDs, basically any type of bank account where you're gonna earn more than perhaps a standard savings account at your brick and mortar bank. So just check it out, bankrate.com. Right now you could probably get about 4%. And for those of you who listened to a podcast of mine a month and a half ago, we also went through I-bonds. I'm not going to do that today, but please take a look. You can get $10,000 worth per year per person, and they are currently earning 6.89%. You've got to go to treasurydirect.gov to pick up those bonds. You can't buy them through your bank. You can't buy them through Fidelity or Vanguard or Schwab or anywhere like that. you got to buy them directly from the federal government. Now, I know that I was all over the place with the first 10 minutes of this podcast, but I had a lot to get out. The purpose of Touchstone Financial Education, the building out of the different components of the website so that you guys can make suggestions, the coaching services, shouts out to my foreign listeners, and then of course the review on the 401k or retirement account contributions, and then some indicators we can use to take a look at the market going into this year, waiting for that turnaround. And by the way, don't necessarily need to rebalance. Remember that, especially in your retirement accounts. If you are properly allocated already, just let it ride. Now, let's go ahead and get into, if I may, the coaching a little bit. It's different than the podcast, of course, because this is just a broadcast to everyone. If you are interested in your specific situation, how your investments are doing for you, how far away from retirement are you, or you have other questions in regards to, let's say, Taxable investing, how do I trade options? What's a covered call? How do I pick a stock? How do I know if precious metals are right for me? That type of information can be provided in great detail with a one-on-one -on -one coaching session and they last an hour, okay? Every session is an hour. So please contact us if you have any questions, would like to know more about those coaching sessions. We'd love to talk to you about it, all right? So kind of in conclusion here, contribution limits on the 401ks and the IRAs, remember 20,500 bumped up to 22,500, the catch up provision for the 401k, 
is now up to 30,000. The IRA is going from 6,000 to 6,500 on contribution limits. And for the catch-up provision for those over 50, it's now bumped up to $7,500. All right, just kind of remember, that's where we are. So if you have to make some adjustments to max out this year, please do so sooner than later. So it basically doesn't eat up all your paycheck. All right. Um, and then of course, we went through a few indicators, VIX, 10-year treasury, inflow, outflow, my conversation about chat GPT and my experience, and we'll see what happens. You know, next podcast, I will let you know how those stocks were doing. I just picked a handful of stocks. If it's as good as it says online and many of the comments I read about chat GPT, I'm sure those positions will be up. You guys, thanks again for listening. This one today was a little bit shorter than some of our others. As we go into the year and we get more technical, and I'm going to circle back to asset allocation, options, technical trading, fundamentals or valuation on different stock positions as the market turns around when the Fed stops raising rates, by the way. We'll get into more detail on through this year. And some of this, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, you can circle back to some of my podcasts last year to kind of hear some of this as well. But I will talk about these things again in a different context because I think we have a different market this year. So hold on. Thank you for listening. Enjoy your day. This is Elliot Cox, touchstonefinancial.com. Excuse me, touchstonefinancialeducation.com is our website. I can also be found on LinkedIn. So Show me your face on LinkedIn. I'd love to see you. And thanks for listening. Goodbye.